0: Hey, Steve. Hey, Chris. So, how about the absolute complete loss of our episode we recorded? That was actually pretty good.
1: Yeah, that that kind of stinks.
0: It does. So, whenever you have a new machine, kids, make sure you always test uh, how things <laughs> turn out in recording. Uh, um
1: that's a good point.
0: We didn't lose anything too major. We didn't do like a spoiler cast. We did. It was a good discussion, though. It was another conversational grab bag and. Well, wow, we were planning on the next recording being The Last Jedi spoilers, or now that I've watched all of it. Rise I of Skywalker spoilers, but you haven't watched Rise I of Skywalker I have Sky not, or. no. Uh, maybe The Witcher. Oh, you're thinking uh, Jedi
1: Fallen Order spoilers.
0: Yes. Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, I should have specified. You're right.
1: Um, Jedi Fallen Order, um, or... A game in which you think you are the last Jedi. So, you know.
0: That's awful. But anyway, I'm, uh, I'm just
1: justifying your mistake. Whatever. And okay. we got the, the Witcher now on Netflix. <laughs> no Netflix,
0: yes. I have which not I'm
1: actually I'm one, I have one episode to go.
0: Oh, so I actually
1: managed to. You you jumped ahead of me. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Kind of like the timeline of the show.
1: Yeah. <laughs> kind of like the timeline of the show. Yeah.
0: Um, but the the. Um, we also have our 2019 Games of the Year overview kind of thing to do. Um, so we got a lot of stuff to do in January after I'm back from MAGFest. But for now, figure we just talk about stuff, be casual about it, chill, chill, chill. chill.
1: Yeah, we might so, reference the previous episode, just assuming that you listened to it, even though it was never released. I don't even
0: remember what we talked about the previous episode. That's right. Uh... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, You talked about Fire Emblem for a really long time, I think.
0: Of course I did. (laughs) That's right. We were talking about what we were playing at the time and some other stuff. But we started with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. That's true. Because you've been watching that. Um, Let's not retread that conversation because that was a long one. That
1: was a long one. Um, So something interesting that you pointed out. have Have you kept on watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? I have not. Okay. So you pointed out in season one how everything felt really rushed. Like it felt like it was like...
0: They took a whole bunch of comic and squished it.
1: Yeah. So, like, yeah, in season one of, of JoJo, you get essentially two complete stories in one season. Of how many episodes? 24 episodes. 20, 24, or okay. Yeah. In season two, you only get half a story in season two. So, like, while... Same
0: episodes <laughs> or...
1: Same number of episodes. Oh, wow. So, you get... Oh, you... Were, right. Whereas... You had two completely different casts and, and villains and other things between the, the, between the first half and the second half of season one. Seasons two and three are one cast, one villain, and uh, they're, they're like one, they run together. So if, if that was a concern of yours, season two kind of flips that around.
0: Okay, and does it no longer sound like everyone's just talking all the time nonstop? Eh, it's, <laughs> it's still kind of got that
1: flavor, but they swap out. There's no more hamon. Now there are
0: stands. See, and that's where a lot of people keep getting this from, and I don't exactly know where people. Mean, stan- like, okay,
1: you know what a stand is? It's a persona.
0: I get that, but I don't understand how people keep talking about like I stand this or or, or oh other that's
1: standing, S T A N S-T-A-N, standing is totally different. It's a reference to the Eminem song Stand. That's what that crap is. That's okay. what that is. Yes, yeah, so I should have standing. figured that out. I, yeah, I, standing is not the same I, as a I thought, stand. Well, that's yeah. the
0: thing. I thought this whole time, I had been thinking it was wrong when I thought people were saying stand. I was like, oh, it must be a stand because I don't know Japan. I mean, it, right? But no, okay. It's so a reference to the Eminem song. For some reason, in well, twenty nineteen,
1: a, a stand is like somebody who's like gonna obsessed, die, gonna die for you, or whatever it is, like super
0: obsessed, or like yeah. I mean,
1: so if you're like a JoJo stand, then you're like,
0: don't, I would, don't, don't, I would don't die for. Don't be a Joseph,
1: Jonathan, JoTaru. Uh, yeah, don't
0: be a stand for anything. That's not the point of the song. Yosuke. <laughs>
1: you're right. That's not the point of the song. But yeah,
0: but um, no. Okay, so it, the the pace changes. I'll have to get back to it. Right now, I I was watching The Witcher. Right, The
1: Witcher. The Witcher um, took me um, off JoJo too. My
0: my cousin was talking about uh the the. The Dark Crystal prequel series on Netflix. Okay. Um,
1: and at some point, I need to watch some more My Hero Academia. I did enjoy what I watched of that.
0: I have been wa- I've been uh, keeping up with the new season, which is surprising, and yet it's still. It feels like it could get really dark. Hmm. I don't expect it to get as dark as they're because it's a shonen anime. It's yeah. like there's only so dark it'll get, and right. they're only going to get so dire, but um, no, the latest season's been pretty good, but that's, uh, uh, do we want to talk a little bit about the Witcher series? Because this is the we first talk, time. We can I'm touch just, on it, we can touch on it a little bit. This is like the first time in a long time of, oh. was that on your fist this year, or was that all that was last not, year? That was all last ago. year? Yeah, that was a while ago. Trying to think if there's any Western television that I've um, watched this year. Did you watch Umbrella Academies? We did. We did that podcast. That was yeah. months ago. Yeah, it was like, a while ago. It's so weird because I hadn't really been watching much of either anime or television this year at yeah. all. It's been all video games all the time.
1: So, and the only the only other major television thing I've been watching is and is the the CW DC shows.
0: Oh yeah. Which
1: I could maybe touch on briefly because it's. No, there's no need. They're doing Crisis on Infinite Earths. There's no need. And and there's some cool stuff. I said there's no need. Brandon Ralph gets to be Superman again and prove that he is the best Superman. Since Since Christopher Reeves. Christopher Reeves,
0: yeah. We're not going to dishonor his name. And, (laughs) And also,
1: speaking of, so, yeah. And it's a complete and utter mess. Like, these were not. They did not have the budget to do this. They did not have the writers to do this. It's a lot of fun, but it's just like things happening. Like, this character's dead. Now this character's dead. Now, no, he's alive again, but he's dead. Oh, my And goodness. then, like, okay, like, this guy shows up. Who's that guy? I don't know. Here's an explanation. On to the next thing. And it's, <laughs> it's very, but it's fun. Um, now, how many shows does this encompass now? Uh, Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, and a little bit of Black Lightning.
0: That's 5. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And they expected to keep up with them all? Is that what's going on?
1: Pretty much. I we haven't been been watching Black Lightning, but I kind of want to now. I like the I like the character. I like his his performance. He's a little hammy, but you racist. I know. It was just because <laughs> they, added, they keep on adding, adding adding and you just I know. Can't I know. It, uh, but speaking a lot speaking of Brandon Routh being the best Superman, um I finally watched Mission Impossible Fallout. And then... Was that the one with Henry Cavill? With Henry Cavill. And then The Witcher. And it pretty much demonstrated to me that I love Henry Cavill, and I think he's a great actor. He is not Superman. No. He is absolutely Especially not Superman. Especially with
0: Witcher. You know what the funny thing is? I When I look, grabbed the uh, Witcher 3 uh, game download, we'll get to that in a little bit, but I got the game download, I'm looking at the video game Geralt. Firstly, I'm surprised that it's Geralt and not Geralt. This whole time I've been thinking it's supposed to be Gerald, but... It's Geralt, evidently. Uh, but regardless of hard R's, soft R's... Jeez. Uh, hard R's... Hard... <laughs> ah! We've had whiskey. Uh, we've had, like, <laughs> Shut a up. millimeter. Shut up. they don't have to know that. <laughs> um, but, uh, regardless of any of that, uh, Henry Cavill, like... I saw the, the game design, Geralt, and it's like... No, because right now, for me, Henry Cavill is Geralt. Right, and then, it's
1: and like... I, and that's happening for me a little bit, too, because I saw the first, like, screen test pictures, and, and like, everyone
0: was like, eh.
1: But then you watch the show, and you're like, no, this, this man this man is Geralt.
0: Though there are some scenes where it's like, oh, that's fake hair. But yeah. otherwise, otherwise, and actually they do manage to make it look good in a lot of scenes. Yeah, it generally looks good. And I really do hope that, like, I having just finished it, I'm kind of like, okay, season two is like tomorrow, right? Like, this isn't it, right? Yeah. You got more, right? Because especially, here's, well, I watched, because uh, Skill Remember, Up I and- I
1: haven't seen episode eight yet. So. And I'm not
0: going to give too much away. But, uh, like, Skill Up and uh, his brother do their layman gaming thing and they reviewed the show. Um, and I heard, so, and I've talked with some of the people on the Discord about it. And I feel like there's been maybe I don't know. I feel like I like this show better than other people do. Hmm. But I think the weakness of season one, other than we were talking about the time skip a little bit, yeah. um, or not time skip, just the timelines without telling you there's timelines. Uh, and again, I think they they do it that way. So like by a few episodes in, you're like, wait a minute. And then next year, oh. I think part of
1: it part of it is just the burden of Of getting some kind of chronology, getting the characters where they need to be for the events. So, for example, you can't can't have Yennefer's origin if you want to. If you want to make Ciri sort of the center of the story, you can't be having, unless you want to do flashbacks, you can't have, which I think would have done it a disservice. You can't have Yennefer's origin happening concurrently, and then having her get to the place where she needs to be. And the plot, yeah. And same with 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 Geralt's story, and and,
0: and it's interesting because for a set, core of a character as she is, they don't bring her in until episode two, yeah. And she's actually pretty pretty. Actually, what really surprised me is Triss was I, I always knew there was multiple girls. Like there's right. at least the two. There's the redhead and then the not redhead. Jennifer's um, of course the not redhead in the games. Uh, Triss is the redhead in the games, and I knew it was like. Geralt bouncing between them with a romance kind of a thing. Triss is kind of barely in this
1: in yeah. the show. I'm wondering if she'll play a bigger part in season two. Yeah. Um, um, I'm not, I'm not sure. But yeah, cause she, I mean, she is, so, in the games, which is, I've I really only played, I'm familiar with The Witcher through the games, not the novels.
0: No, that's the a lot show. of people. Yeah.
1: So, it, it, she's very major in The Witcher 2 in the game. Um, uh, so I don't know how that how that exactly will fit in with the, the storytelling, various yeah. I don't. I, I have to give. I don't want to give spoilers for the games or or the show or the show or potential spoilers for the show. So, um, but
0: things th- things might happen. Um, but it's very interesting how they've been going along though, because you you're right. Because if they were to try and do everything chronologically. You won't have as much time with the characters to breathe and to develop them and everything. Um, so I think it is a decent route. It's just one of those where... It could have been executed. They yeah. could have they could have made it clear. And at first because I thought like... Geralt's might have been doing... Well, granted, I might not have thought this if I didn't know it was jumping time. I thought, oh, at some point maybe this is Geralt today, and then this is Geralt in the past. But no, everything's within the, that person's timeline is chronological. Yeah, it's just getting through all that so it can reach the point by the end.
1: Where the point, and then we've got everybody timelines. Yeah,
0: but um, that's also where again, like I think the weakness of season one is that it's set up. Yeah. It's preparing you for a certain event, which is where I think the real story is going to begin. Um, so it's it's like it's like if you took the Lord of the Rings and the entire first season of the show was them arriving in Rivendell.
1: Yeah, that seems about right. Well, theoretically, depending on what happens in season two. This right? is
0: true. This is true. Um, I, I think it's.
1: I just lost my train of thought. Good. Uh, sorry. Well, it's also... Oh, never mind. I, I was, I was going to derail us, so...
0: But anyways, we'll probably do a spoiler podcast yeah. for that uh, at some point. Um, we're going to do one for Jedi Fallen Order at some Jedi point. Jedi Fallen
1: Order, which I finally finished, and I, I have a confession to make. I turned the difficulty down for story mode for about the last hour. Really? It, oh, it's, it's too easy, though. Like, it went from... Like a battle that took me, that like, that I died in, like used all three medkits. They only got three medkits, I'm sure there's more.
0: Wait, you only got three of the, 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 oh wow, you did not explore. I all. did,
1: I looked at my thing. I had like 80 to 90% exploration on every planet. But I just somehow, whatever nooks and crannies I missed, I missed nooks and crannies with yellow crates. Holy cow. How many did you end up with? Eight. Seriously? It's like a totally different game by an eight. <laughs> um.
0: So anyway. So I, even though yeah, you're right, even if you even though you are playing on Jedi Knight and I was doing Jedi Master, you might have actually had the harder time of it.
1: Yeah, because I never found I I didn't find the the, the yellow crates with this. Oh but, man. But anyway, yeah. So I, I I turned it down because I mean you can imagine maybe yeah some of the. The last fights were a little bit rough, and I just wanted to finish it. I didn't want to sit there and and redo every fight. And I just, I never got the hang of what the game really wanted me to to do with the lights with the parrying and the lightsaber battles. Like I just, I, I just never got the hang of it.
0: Uh, I don't know if anyone ever did, because even on Jedi Master, there are points where I didn't get the hang of it. It was. I mean, I guess spoiler for the, ga- for, for the spoiler podcast is... I mean, it's... Again, the, 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 the big difference between me... like if, I were to, if you were to ask me, it's like, well, okay, which of you like better, Control or Jedi Fallen Order? It's a tough call. And if there's any reason Jedi Fallen Order wins out, it is strictly because it has difficulty levels. Hmm. And you can adjust it at any time. Control does not have that. So while I think... Otherwise, Control would edge out. Jedi Fallen Order is definitely a game where it's like, you know what, I just want to explore in the world again, or I just want to go back and get 100%. I can just knock it down to story just for exploration mode.
1: Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. Well, the uh, the one thing that always got me in exploration mode. Again, Chris is the... You may have figured this out, and I'm just figuring it out now. Chris is better at character action games. And (laughs) I am better at shooters. Um...
0: I'll probably let you have that. And that's just, like, <laughs> just
1: as a general rule. And so if the core mechanic is get the reticle on the bad guy's head and pull the trigger, I'll probably edge out Chris. And if the core mechanic is time your blocks and parries and combos to defeat the boss, Chris is going to, like, beat me by a mile.
0: <laughs> Maybe. We'll find out, actually, because uh, I, fa- I the name of the game is Bleeding Edge. That's the game by Ninja Theory that's going to be free-to-play, character-action, character-multiplayer. Like, basically, if Overwatch was a Melee game. And I'm curious about how that would turn out. Um, So I'm interested, and I'm also interested because, and this is going to segue us to... I got an Xbox for Christmas! So I am now an owner of an Xbox One X, and I did find out a friend of mine who does listen to the show... She actually uh, contacted me because I had some gripes about the, the, the user experience design. And it's evi- bad. They're, they're ro- evidently rolling out an improved dashboard, though, because she's telling me all these improvements. She's like, oh, yeah, you can go to the store, and there's a button with dot, 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 and if you select that, you can tell it to hide things. You can tell it to shut off the um, the autoplay of video and ads, and that's like, I'm looking for this dot, dot, dot. I'm like, I'm not seeing it, so she gives me pictures of her dashboard, and I'm like... I don't got that so she sends me a screenshot of the old dashboard which is what we got but Microsoft doesn't do like everyone else they roll it out in phases so you me and Nolan have to wait until we're blessed with this better dashboard that is somewhere between the the second Xbox 360 dashboard before it was to crap and back um and the the cross media bar no no that was a PS3 whatever they call it for PS4 okay yeah it's sort of like an interesting combination of the two um interesting and that's where i've actually i I did run into some arguments with people because i'm sorry if you
1: if you like the version of the dashboard that chris and i have been looking at if you defend that you're a (laughs) fanboy because it's bad (laughs) it's just compared to Having used a very, oh, having used a 360, a PS3, a PS4, a Switch, a Wii U,
0: like it's bad, and the Wii U was not a good, good, especially a slow. I mean, it was fun yeah, with okay, me the Wii- in a sense, but Wii U, it it's not bad, but it's not good. But no. at the same time, what it did, and, and this is the, the the biggest crux for me because. I come from a background of web design, and I've, I've had to work on my fair share of bad websites uh, that I'm not allowed to change or improve or anything. And there's a couple of things that we learned, especially when I was doing my focus testing, which is how many clicks does it take to accomplish a task? And if you look at it, what is the purpose of what you're looking at? And I can tell you right now that the purpose of the Xbox dashboard is to throw what the Xbox, what Microsoft wants you to see in your face. Not what the player wants. Not what the user wants. And this is where there are technically some things the Xbox interface does better. One of the nicest things was actually if I go to my friends list, all I have to do is hit the X button to invite someone to a party. That is one step less. That's true, yeah. Than the PlayStation, except it's quicker for me to get to my friends list on yeah. the PlayStation. So it's kind of a like a divide. A toss up, yeah. Um. So it's 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 one of those areas where it's like okay if if Microsoft could take what Sony's done, but then take some of their smaller improvements, you'd have a better system. Instead, you have a worse system. Um. Where, and, and it's especially ridiculous, because at least, like, Nintendo, the, their whole thing is simplicity. But I say like, these are two games where it's like, as soon as I load it up, I see my games. First thing you see. I have to, if I want to see all my games, I have to go to a specific menu for it. Right. Um, now, granted, the same is kind of true for PlayStation and Nintendo as well. It's yeah. just a far longer line of here's your recent games. Well, so, and, like, hey, no, they're... not even recent. It's also installed. Right. So just organized by what you've recently
1: asked. So I, I so, so. Like for example, for my use case, looking at both the Switch and the PS4 as comparisons, as competitors. The so I read I got I got an Xbox One, I downloaded a bunch of games via Game Pass, and then it was like I logged in again and I couldn't find them, and it's just like I'm, and it wasn't that hard to find them and I figured it out pretty quickly, but if I were on a PS4 or a Switch.
0: They're there. They're
1: there. As soon as I turn on the console, they're downloaded, here are installed and they're they're watching. One, lined two, up. three, four, five, and then going on games that you have recently installed and play, and they're lined up ready for me to just over X. Yes. Or A. Or
0: and, oh, and this is nothing to say of the whole instant on fiasco, um, where I didn't even realize that I set it to power. We're, like, we're like,
1: what, like six years late on this?
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, that's, that's also why it's so bad that they're still dealing right. with the instant on thing. Because uh, the whole idea of instant on can be simplified as never always off. asleep or never or, or always off. Like right. it's, it's either always shut down or always sleep. Even though when you go into the menu to like close off your console for the day, like if you're on if you're on Switch or PS4, it's like every other computer device that exists in the world. You will load it up and it says restart, uh, sleep or shut down. Restart, sleep, shut down. Those are your three options. It's very obvious, it's very clear. Everyone knows what they mean. If you've used a computer, you know what that all means. Xbox loads you up right before you've even seen your dashboard, they're like, so we have this thing called instant on. You can either do power saver, but if you use instant on, it will start up faster. And it didn't even really, it wasn't even clear about the updates. It yeah, wasn't exactly, even really exactly. clear about that stuff. So it's like, like it, it said something about updates, but I was left like looking between the two. Like, so if I set it to power saver but still put it to sleep, will it work? And that's the problem because I'm thinking it's like, I want power saver but sleep mode. Well, okay, the, that's not what this is.
1: And here's the, here's the other one. So now you don't have the problem of having other people in your room potentially logging on and doing stuff.
0: Oh yeah 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 yeah.
1: So. The way the profiles log in works. So I'm guessing, did you just set it that? I did not understand. It's just the mine login on all it. the time. Yeah, it's just, it's just you. But so like, the first I, at first I set it up, and I thought I I didn't want to use the facial recognition because I've got the camera with it. Everything. Did, did you come with the oh, camera? Oh
0: goodness, no. They disconnected. the connect. Oh, that's why oh, right, they, they just discontinued it.
1: Yeah, I still got it, I guess. So anyway, like, it wanted me to do facial recognition or something like that for login. Like, no, I don't want to do that. But I also don't want, like, anyone to just be able to turn it on and start buying stuff. Yeah. But then the options are basically facial recognition to verify. And then, and then there was some issue with the passcode was weird. Or, like, you have to enter your password always. And that means, like, if I want to start playing a game, I, like, I click on Halo 5. And I start it up. And I will have to log in. And it's like, enter your password with this stupid thing. It just gets really annoying really fast yeah. entering in my password all the time. But, and, but I don't want to just turn it off so that my children can just, oh, let me turn this on, go in the Xbox store. Oh, this looks cool. And
0: that's, Let's buy this. That was one of the problems with the Wii U. Is The Wii U, anytime you wanted to get something, you had to input the pin code. In the shop, at least. But,
1: well, I'm fine with it in the shop. I want it, What I want it to be, I want to be able to, to turn it on, play a game, and just play it. And then when I go in the shop, I want to have to put in the password because I need that. But it seems like there's not—that's not an
0: option. It's not an option.
1: Anyway, so, yeah.
0: so anyway, so we 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 we. And some of this, so some of this stuff could also just be if the, if the if the terminology was more clear. Right, that was part of
1: the problem. But I just didn't I didn't understand the, the way that they wrote it. You would think that yeah. this was the
0: one that was written by Japanese people. Exactly, because that's where, like, Instant On, like, it feels like if Instant On were something Nintendo did, everyone would be criticizing it. It will be like, Nintendo's just got to be different, man. They're always five steps back. Because Microsoft's doing it, you got a legion of people that are like, no, nah, man, it's totally fine. It's like, you don't, don't, don't you English? Don't you get it? Yeah. Don't you get it, man? And then, well, it's also like Reddit. I was looking up because I plugged in my headphones for the first time, and it was coming through my TV speakers. Okay, I just gotta go into the settings and disable it so it's only through headphones. I'm not finding it. So I go and I load up Google and you got people on Reddit there like, it's like, dude, like, do you really wanna keep uh, changing it every time you're done with your, you're on your headphones? It's like, just mute the TV, man. It's like, it's not that hard. And it's like, except if I'm putting in headphones, I don't want it coming through the TV at all, ever which is why like Sony, it does should it. be that and, easy and sony does it that easy no granted the other issue i had last night was my fault it was me being stupid right uh, but i'm also used obviously. to obviously yes <laughs> um but that even still goes to it's like you know what it's it's like you know what i'm sorry but if i go into my ps4 for headset settings and i want to heat sounds and i want to listen to what i sound like coming through i could press a button just like i can on windows like you can, like you yeah. could for at least a decade's worth of versions of Windows. Like you can in Skype, like you can in the PS4, but you can't on Xbox One. You press a button that's like, "Let me listen to my own mic," and then you adjust your volume, you adjust the sensitivity of the mic picking sound up, you adjust all that so you can hear yourself, and then you like, "Okay, good, preview done," and I can go on with my day. No option for that on the Xbox One. As and this isn't even the first version of the dashboard, evidently. I don't know. Like it sounds like, like they've made updates the past several years, and it's it's it's. How can you? How can Microsoft waste so much money on people that don't know how to design a good user experience? They have the money. They, sh- they, they have should more have money than best. Sony had. They should have the best. They should have the best, and yet instead, it's... It's a disaster. It's uh, the best I could imagine is you have a bunch of graphic designers that have a bunch of businessmen that are like, "Why don't we bought Mixer? Why don't you have that in the main menu?" It's like put that in the main menu. We spent all that money on the Mm -hmm. streaming service. Make sure it's up front, like everyone can see it, so we can get ad money. It's like that. Those are the kinds of people that are running the, the the user experience at Microsoft. And so, like, evidently the next update's coming first, but it's like I went from a great first impression of just holding this thing, because it's the Gears of War Special Edition, where it's like the, 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 what look, what I thought was a sticker decal is actually like a plastic molding with fake cracks and ice. Yeah. And if you look down, like, the skulls, are, like, it's kind of like you could see it looks a little further down in there. It's like, it looks good. The controller looks good, even though I don't like the D pad. And no, no, it's not a broken D-pad. I did not get a like broken right, D-pad because right. I went to this Best Buy, tested theirs. I just don't like the the the, the D-pad. It feels cheap. Yeah. <sighs> but but, see, I had a
1: slay there because I have a launch edition Xbox One. Oh boy. And that's like you put it next to my launch ish, my PS4. still still original design PS4, and it looks like you know, um, at the end of Thor Ragnarok, uh, in the post-credit scene. When you see, like, Thanos' ship descending on the, oh <laughs> the Asgardian ship. <laughs> that's that's my entertainment center right now. <laughs> um, oh, goodness. But I, so, the one positive thing I, was saying, and I said, and uh, I said this on our Discord a couple weeks ago, I think, or last week or sometime, is I really like Game Pass. Um, it seems like, like, because one of the one of the things that is, you know, would make me, the only thing that would make me want an Xbox is the first party titles. And, and they're just about
0: all, all, almost all, I don't think yeah. they're all available. Yeah, but a having,
1: like Gears of War 5 came out and I saw, oh, I can just, I can just play this right now.
0: We're going to co-op like, it
1: at some point, yeah. Yeah, and we can just, like, just play it. Like, And honestly, like, that might be a system seller for me in the next generation. If Sony can't, Keep up. If Sony can't make PlayStation Now, PlayStation Now, PlayStation Now, into an, an um, honest competitor,
0: that I think is their cloud one. Or no, you can download off of that too. Yeah, okay.
1: yeah. Then you can download PS4 titles now. Originally, it was all cloud, but they changed okay. it. But if they can, if they can't make that into an honest competitor for, excuse me, if they can't make that an honest competitor for. Xbox, what's it called again? Game Pass. Yeah. For Game Pass, that might have me leaning towards Xbox in the next generation, even though the design is crap, and the console itself is clunky, and the D-pad sucks, and all that other stuff. Like,
0: well, this is one of those areas where again, like, I'm adamant I'm not getting a next gen system until one of two things happens first, and it's going to be really awful if it happens within launch range. Um,
1: Final Fantasy 16.
0: Or yo game, <laughs> and
1: yeah.
0: wherever that wherever they go, that's where I'll be following. It'll be just like Final Fantasy VII. I ditched Nintendo and I went to Sony, but that's like, and. Yeah, I'll have to see. I'll have to see, because right now I got the Xbox One X for the closure of this generation. So I could get games like Cyberpunk 2077 and now the Final Fantasy VII remake, play them on Xbox One X where they can be playing at their greatest performance. Yeah. Um, which is actually a nice little segue, because, I mean, UI complaints aside, I got this thing to, cl- again, close out the generation, play things at a great frame rate, a great, uh, mostly the great frame rate. Um
1: because this is. You're not, but you have a 4K TV.
0: I do not have a 4K right, TV. Right, so, yeah,
1: so it's pretty much. So it's that,
0: that, some people will probably tell me an Xbox One X was a waste to get without a 4K TV. But for me, it's like we loaded up Halo 5, and right away, it was smooth. It, it's smooth. Like Nolan said, it looked like Destiny for him. But Destiny does not run that smooth for me on a base PS4. Well, he's
1: running the PS. The, I think the PS Plus. The PS4, PS4 Pro. I, I can't get any of this. It's PS, gotta be yeah. PlayStation Pro, PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Now. Uh, yeah, the PS4 Pro. It, as I've heard it, does have what it has for Destiny is just the frame rate is stable. That where like if I'm playing Gambit and I pop my super against the Prime Evil and there's like a hundred ads around, like it's like chugging. Where the plus really the plus is not going to do that.
0: I've never. I never noticed any frame rate drop in Destiny ever. Really? But I don't know. Maybe once before. Normally the lag is actually It's usually just
1: lag. it's usually not it's usually not noticeable. There's very specific situations where there's usually it's it involves have like a super and an obscene amount of ads and like the taken which are creating additional yeah effects.
0: All kinds um, of particle no, effects, other things. Additional yeah.
1: particle effects and stuff like that. Uh, like, specifically, like, if it's the... If I do my super, and it's the um, t- the Taken primeval servitor. Yeah. Um, and it's got its shields up and things like All that. Oh, like, that stuff, yeah. Yeah. Anyway.
0: No no more Destiny.
1: No more uh, Destiny. But talk.
0: Um, Halo 5, though, runs smooth, and it still looks good. It looks yeah. good. So I that was like to to me like okay this is what I got the system for. I only saw the menu screen of Witcher three, and it looks like it's going to be similar. I already got it set up for I, performance instead of four K, but
1: I, I would um, I would like to maybe give The Witcher three another go on a on like a PC or the higher a higher level system. system.
0: I, well, remember if I'm starting Witcher three, you got to start Breath of the I gotta Wild. Start
1: Breath of the Wild. Gotta, you started, um, did you start it?
0: I've not officially started yet. Um, I'll probably do that tomorrow. But regardless of any of that, yet, um, I did want to take a moment to talk about Halo Five because you you've played through the whole thing, but right. on on normal. But we we started to, we did the first two missions yesterday, and I was thinking about this because nothing we played of Halo Five felt like playing a Halo game. The the some of the enemies seemed the same, and the weapons were kind of the same, but. Even trying to fire a pistol into the the, the little hand hole, of the jackal shield, like every Halo game by Bungie, you shoot that hand, ha- hand knocks the shield away, and then you get a pop. You get a pop to the head, the headshot. It's like a two-step process. I was so good at it. It yeah. doesn't really work that way in Halo 5. And that... I think that might explain a lot of where... Because there are people that do like Halo 5. They think it's a perfectly good good game. And they think there's a lot of unfair haters. And there's a lot of people that say, Yeah, man, Halo 5 is terrible. And I think what they really mean is Halo 5 is a terrible Halo game. Though even that might be unfair. Because Halo 5 does not feel like a Halo game. Yeah. And it makes me wonder what does then. Because there's elements of Destiny they imitated such as the the time to respawn. But at the same time, when I think of that, de- like does Destiny itself feel like a Halo game? Most circumstances I would say no, even if it has that great uh, shooting mechanics. But as I noted, even on this podcast, when we got that expansion and I went into a Lost Sector for the first time and I was technically under leveled for it, it took me like, 45 minutes maybe? Mm -hmm. Maybe even an hour to get through a single Lost Sector that in our current levels takes us like, what, five minutes, ten minutes at most? It's, um, that Lost Sector took so long and it felt like playing Halo 1 Legendary. It didn't have the same weapon resourcefulness, but it had elements of resourcefulness and challenge and doing some of the similar strategies because in Halo, the Covenant always had like a, 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 a break point. They would only go so far, even on legendary. They would not chase you thoroughly through a level. Yeah. Um, and you can exploit that same kind of thing in Destiny. So I'm fighting these guys that are way beyond my level. It's really challenging. It's really tough, and I do have to be resourceful with what I got, though in a different way. And it feels like next generation Halo. Halo Five. We're playing on heroic, and we're doing the best. Well, I don't want to say we're doing the best we can. I don't know if we were full. Our hearts were, we're into Yeah, it, we
1: were kind of. I mean, there was there was one point where I had a shotgun, and I was just doing the shoulder charge into guys, and then shotgunning somebody, and then sprinting off and doing another shoulder charge. Like, that's and next not, thing you know, you're dead, and we're like, "Where are you?" So, yeah, I'm right uh, in the middle of the entire enemy
0: horde right now. And that's another. Th- you know what, man? Destiny really did impact us because it's like. It's small, but just hearing Guardian down and then seeing like, it it, it lights it up when it's gonna show the icon of like, your buddy's dead over here. It calls your attention to the fact that a buddy of yours is down. Halo 5 feels like it's relying on you to tell your friends. And even then it's like, "Uh, guys, I'm down. And you gotta find the name yeah, it, it's it, not. It also counts on these 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 call signs. I think because you're never listed as your screen name, right? you, you have your like four a... letter code thing that you are. But it's 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 not a bad game though. I think it's just going to be hard to evaluate because I'm going to be sitting here thinking like, okay, that's an elite. I should be able to shoot the plasma pistol and it'll track it. It did not do that. I, it's what heat shields haven't been wiped out. I can't do my, any of my old tricks. Does that mean it's a bad game, or does that mean I have to approach it differently? well, it doesn't mean it's a bad game, but it's also... you're suddenly changing the rules of Halo.
1: Yeah, and I, I would I would completely agree with that assessment, where I think what... What is it, 343? 3,
0: 343 Industries. Yeah, th- with 343... 343
1: 4, 3 was trying to... It's maybe a little bit in Halo 4, but more so in Halo 5, trying to evolve Halo. And... Especially because we've been playing so much Destiny, where we see a different, like a different sort of branch of a different way of evolving Halo. How
0: Bungie would
1: have done. How Bungie would have, and I think what it does too is there's certain feel elements to Destiny that just they're not in any way mechanically the same as Halo, but they have, they capture the feel of Halo in a way that 343 is not capturing the feel of halo yep. in halo
0: and it's even right down to like the the, the enemy uh, ai kind of a thing the way they behave the way they call out and one of the things that again that was really smart about destiny and i said it again on this podcast was grunt birthday party was just a joke in all the halo games it's gonna bonus a yeah. little unlockable and yet they took The biggest reason you wanted it on wasn't because it was funny. It was. You wanted it on because it was great feedback for when you got a headshot on a grunt. And Destiny is great about that feedback because every enemy has that big explosive headshot. Bubble wrap pop. Yeah. It's bubble wrap pop. Pop, pop. Yeah. The phone, the the soul escapes, it looks like. The... Oh, what? It's Vex just like a big ex- explosion. The, yeah, the, the Vex Vex explode. The,
1: and, and just the melt.
0: The Hive kind of had that explosion, right? It's kind of like yeah. a burst of some sort. Yeah. Like every, everything's got some kind of give. And
1: it, um... Cabal, pop, their heads And, then, and you know what, you know, it was the first game that made me, that had that sort of visceral headshot that I can really remember was Gears of War.
0: Yes, which is funny because going back to playing it, which was going to be my next game, it's so a good segue um going back to play it it's amazing how much the the, the blood spray and the, the the head pops felt like a um great version of feedback then and now because of destiny bringing the brightness to it making it so much more obvious and clear yeah it's it's not as satisfying
1: I, <laughs> I played the, I played the first mission in gears and it's st- it still felt good though and I are you playing on normal or hard I play as yeah. Okay. I just I just wanted to like I had I was having a nostalgia moment so I just probably just put the first mission on on normal.
0: Okay. Cuz and you already saw that they changed some of the cutscenes. Yeah.
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: Cuz the graphics were improved but the cutscenes are it feel they feel like they're completely changed. And it really Well, first actually, let me let me go cuz again, like where Halo 5 was like running 60 frames a second and looking gorgeous. Gears of War, I was sitting here like, "Do I know what 60 frames a second look like because this kind of looks like it like i remember it looking in terms of performance but maybe that's just the brain you know uh but then no after playing halo 5 it's clear gears of war ultimate on an xbox one x is capped at 30 frames Hmm. and i don't know why because there's no reason this game even with touched up graphics there's no reason it should be capped at 30 frames So, and there's no option in the menu, like, because again, like, I go go into Witcher, and you can choose between 4K or, um, performance. performance. There's nothing like that for Gears, so it's weird playing, like, like, okay, I'm playing this old game I have, but I'm not really getting that much of a better experience out out of it on this system. Maybe higher-res textures and everything, so it looks a bit better, touched up models and then again the cutscenes but
1: yeah for me the, the like Gears in particular the nostalgia is so strong on that game uh,
0: oh yeah so I came out in college and was a big deal was that that oh.
1: was post college for me
0: post college for you it a, okay. so
1: okay so here's a, here's a fun story so I went to go visit some friends after college I'd like just gotten my first real job I say real job, I was answering phone, you know, phone, <laughs> customer service kind of thing. But it was like a a salary position and not like working in the mall. And I went up to visit my friends and there were four of us. And we wanted to play, One, we had one Xbox between the four of us initially. And we were talking about playing Gears of War. But I think you could only play two on one box
0: or something like that. Is that right? Even across multiplayer, it's only two-player co-op.
1: For co-op, but then for oh, the... Oh, for
0: multiplayer. Yeah, it's only two-on-one box. It's only
1: two-on-one box. So I was just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm buying Xbox. I'm buying Gears of War right now. And so we went to the store, and my friend was like, this is the biggest impulse purchase I've ever seen anyone make. And like, <laughs> i bought, I bought an Xbox, an extra controller, and Gears of War, Xbox 360, like right there. And then we went back to my friend's house, and we played Gears of War until 3 in the morning. And then, you know, slept until 12, and then played Gears of War until, like, 8 at night. And, you know, ordered pizza and that kind of thing. It was just like, so that, that, like, just getting back in there, hearing the sounds. Oh,
0: yeah, the the guitar strum. Yeah, yeah,
1: man, just hearing all that, like, it just, it was like, yeah, such a heavy wave of nostalgia there.
0: And it is, in a lot of ways, it is nice, um, because... it makes me think back to just the hype for it. It's like this game looks incredible. This game looks really good. I really like how they're doing the cover mechanics, which is actually that's one of the funny things. It's even today, even today, there aren't a lot of games that do cover mechanics as good as Gears of War. It's true. It's so weird how they got it so right back then, and so many imitators have only managed to feel half-hearted. So, it it was it was a good it was good but going back on hardcore took some adjusting for me because the AI the AI was not that the did not age as well because the 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 but actually they might be bugged hmm. in ways they weren't before because I've had a lot of moments where the companions are just standing around not doing anything and on hardcore difficulty, especially, that's not pleasant.
1: That's yeah. No, and no.
0: then there was one instance where Dom was down, but he was still standing up. So it's the small little things that it's like okay. Gears was never a perfect game; it did have issues here and there. But like, especially Gears of War two, if you got um, uh, flinched out of a chainsaw rev and yet kept and like immediately pressed the uh, chainsaw rev button again you'd be caught in an ever-ending like loop of the flinch animation. I don't know if that ever happened to me. But um, it evidently wasn't universal. Me and my friends ran into it all the time. Huh. And because game capture footage wasn't as common back then.
1: You couldn't just, yeah. you don't have a million videos on YouTube floating around.
0: But... Yeah, and Cliffy B was like, well, if you could capture a video of it on Twitter to me. And it's like, gee, cause I just have that equipment lying around. Yeah. Um, and now that, you know, I do have that equipment, nobody cares. Yeah. Like but no. regardless it's like the, the 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 companion AI seems a bit glitched um, and oh my goodness like the 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 berserker was always a bit of a pain but uh, it was even worse cuz like half the time dom was the reason that I couldn't go through. Uh, okay, is
1: that sound like it must be glitched. That was one of my actually one of my favorite. Like that's one of those segments that I feel like I would show somebody to be like modern video games. Uh,
0: <laughs> this not actually very difficult part, but maybe a little bit of a pain anyway.
1: But it was just the it's the well, it's the it, there's just there's a mix of you know you're in control, but the the sort of scripted cinematic nature of the whole
0: thing.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, Lord outside, get the hammer of dawn, melt it with the hammer of dawn, and it's tense the whole time because you're always you're just one false move away from a one hit kill. And, Hammer yeah. of
0: Dawn, where the term melt is actually appropriate. Yeah. But the, um... No, it, it was good going back, though, and playing it. it. It was pretty good, and I'm still playing it a little bit. I'll probably play it a little bit more. Like, I'll probably do that tonight when I go home. I'll nice. save Witcher when I, for when I wake up.
1: Yeah, that's Witcher. If you're just starting, you need to, like, make sure you've got, like, a fresh, like, three hours to really get yourself in
0: there. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. I am looking forward to starting and it. It's, um... Poor Crystar always- is gonna go unfinished. Crystar is doing a weird Yokotaro ending thing. Like it looks like because they have like little slots for every chapter of the game, and I'm like, okay, this is the second to last chapter, and then I'm going to beat it. No, this is the last stage. Period. I'm fighting the final boss. This is interesting. Everything's kind of wrapping up, but it's not. It's not happy, and then it rewinds you back to the beginning, and then there's a time st- w- with extra dialogue, and then it does a time jump. And it's like, we're, we're doing this, huh? This is the way we're going. We're gonna like just gonna, now. Do, I have no idea. I have no idea how long this game really is now. Because because uh, you're trying to vary it up, even though the gameplay is not going to be varied up.
1: Right. And yeah, I was gonna say you're trying to here. Ready? I'll tell you how long the game's gonna be. Oh,
0: you're gonna go to how, how long, long to beat?
1: Long to
0: I don't know how many hours I've invested. Beat Sony. Do, uh, Sony doesn't Christ. have a uh, yeah. clock on their system. The game doesn't clock yet.
1: Now, the game doesn't tell you.
0: Uh-uh.
1: I can look up all the... Main plus extras, 34 hours. That's probably the proper ending.
0: Yeah, that's gold take me a bit. <laughs> yeah. so, so maybe it. I'll beat Crystar eventually. I'll have to see, because... Yeah, maybe, maybe
1: I'll beat East Eight eventually.
0: And you know what, dude? Okay, so firstly, evidently Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered is not coming out in January. Yeah, it got,
1: got booted. It got bumped.
0: So, got well, booted, well bumped. January's cleared up. <clears throat> I'm good for January February I forget what comes out like one or two things March is going to be a disaster though because it starts with Final Fantasy 7 remake you uh, have um, Cyberpunk in wait Cyberpunk uh, is March or April? April I don't know but yeah Cyberpunk is... is April but there's like other stuff in March there's a bunch of stuff in April and now there's a bunch of stuff in May it's like man it's going to be rough it's going to be rough trying yeah, to get everything
1: Final Fantasy Cyberpunk those are the are two that are going to get me
0: this year. Um, Maybe Marvel's yeah. Avengers? Oh, yeah. I'm still not sure. I've seen gameplay, and it doesn't look awful. It's just... It fails to excite. See, I would be...
1: <clears throat> I would be really excited for... I'm just apparently losing my voice here. We're just going to roll with it.
0: You're getting sick. I,
1: I would be really excited for, like... A, um, like, Spider-Man from last year with the Avengers. Like, that would really... But then, like, a...
0: Oh! <clears throat> Marvel... Sony Spider-Man. Yeah,
1: the Sony Spider-Man. Okay, the game, PS4
0: Spider-Man. Yeah, the PS4
1: Spider-Man game. Like, just do that. Same style. Just have it be multiple characters. Have it be, the, you know, an, an Avengers game. And I'm like, sign me up. But a... Destiny-like. A game's a service version uh, of Marvel. Uh, yeah, a game as a service with Marvel characters... I'm gonna end up getting
0: it, but I just I'm not. Is it gonna be put to the wayside like Division? Is it gonna be right? Which for a while this year that was like all you were and playing the, were games of service games.
1: There was a yeah I was playing Warframe, The Division, Destiny,
0: but then we came back to Destiny and it's like yeah. all was right with the world.
1: So, and and that's and that's that's my suspicion is that the only thing this game is going to have going for it. In compa- in competition with Warframe and Destiny, and Division, and whatever else people are playing, is that it it's has Marvel, Marvel characters.
0: But it feels <laughs> like it feels it's like the the picture I shared at one point actually, where it's like the space balls. is like you idiots, you captured their stunt doubles. That's yeah, what it feels like.
1: That's that is, but and we'll see how far that gets us. I mean, you were just watching. We played a little Marvel Ultimate Alliance before.
0: It was a fun enough hack and slash.
1: Yeah, but it had had a little bit of stunt double-itis, too.
0: Oh, it definitely does, especially in the voice acting and the writing of the characters. Yeah. Um, I will say the voice talent for Marvel's Avengers is definitely of the highest caliber of the video game industry. Not that it all feels appropriate, because Troy Baker does not feel like a Bruce Banner... And Nolan North is too Nolan North to be told. To we've
1: got, like we've got the we've got the top talenter, which means we've got Nolan North. We've got the two guys: and Troy Baker,
0: the only person missing Gen- is Jennifer Steve Hale. Hale. Is
1: that Jennifer Hale?
0: That is not Jennifer Hale. That's Laura Bailey.
1: Oh, Laura Bailey. That's who it is. Yeah, Laura Bailey. Oh, there you go, Laura Bailey. Yeah. If they got Jennifer Hale, then we would be in good shape.
0: I gotta look up and see. If I don't. I feel like Jennifer Hale's kind of fallen by the wayside. She's not in, in as much stuff as she maybe. Used to be.
1: I guess because so, she was femme chef, right? She was. Which that's what Maybe i was she just retired off of those I was like, yeah. Uh,
0: no, I'll have to look that up because she used to be in a lot of stuff too.
1: But anyway, uh, we should probably wrap it up because we're gonna do a For short sure. episode.
0: And, well, this <laughs> is a short episode, it's under an hour. <laughs> so, so I
1: anyway, I have got I've got a lot, a lot my hands full right now. I'm looking forward to, to, to redoing to finishing Halo 5 on uh, co op.
0: I'm heroic. heroic.
1: That'll, that'll be fun. That'll be a nice break from just playing Destiny.
0: Yep. And, uh, and I guess s- I'm playing
1: Breath of the Wild. You send me, a, send me a text when you're actually playing Witcher 3, and I'll go ahead and start Breath of the Wild.
0: All right. I'll probably send it sometime tomorrow morning. All right. Um, but yeah. All right, people. Um, last podcast of the decade.
1: Of the decade.
0: We're going to be starting a new decade in 2020, and I'm old.
1: I've been old.
0: We're all old. Uh, But, okay, so everybody have a happy new year. And I'm going to be going to MAGFest, and that's going to be fun. If I imagined anybody here would be there that wouldn't normally be talking to me. I don't know. Nobody's going to be there except for people I already know. But maybe maybe you will be there. Maybe you will. Or maybe you won't. But anyways, everybody have a good happy new year, and see you in 2020. Yeah, happy new year.